Okay, it's been a really long day. We'll see what happens with this story. Leah, go ahead and say the name of the story. This is the story called Homesick Dashi. I have some jokes to tell you. Go ahead and tell us your jokes. What do you call an octonaut covered in snot? What? An octosnot. <laughs> what did the octonaut say when he saw a dinosaur sleeping? What? A, it's a dinosaur! <laughs> Any other jokes? No. No? Okay. So as Aaliyah said, the story is called <clears throat> Homesick Dashy. Okay. Captain Barnacles and Quasi were walking through the corridors of the Octopod. Captain Barnacles said to Quasi, Quasi, we have an upcoming mission. A pod of orcas are circling the North Pole looking to graze on the local sea lions. We need to find a way to help those sea lions safely get to the, I don't know, South Pole where the orcas can't go. I don't know anything about marine biology. Blimey, Captain, that sounds like a great idea. As they were talking, Dashy was walking by. Dashy didn't look up to say hello. Dashy didn't even look like she knew that they were walking past. She walked right by the captain and right by Quasi and didn't say anything. She just looked at the ground. She seemed a little sad. Captain Barnacle said, Quasi, have you noticed that Dashy's been seeming a little bit down lately? Oi, Captain! I noticed that quite a bit. I'm not sure what's going on. I've tried to talk to her. Other members of the crew have tried to talk to her too. She won't tell anyone why she's feeling blue. Captain Barnacle said, Hmm, this sounds like an issue. All of our crew must be in ship shape so we can all do the things that octonauts do. That means people need to be emotionally stable as well. Quasi, sound the octo alert, but don't push the button. Just gather everyone on the bridge. Without Dashy, we need to figure out a plan. Quasi sounded the octo alert by going from crew member to crew member and quietly saying, Meet us on the bridge. We've got a special assignment. All the crew members met on the bridge except Dashy, who was working in her laboratory developing film. The crew gathered. Captain Barnacle said, Everyone, thank you for coming. You may have noticed that Dashy has been a bit down the last few days. It's been more than a few days, said Tweak. She's been like this for a couple weeks now. I don't know what's going on. She usually talks to me about everything, but she won't tell me why she's feeling so down. Professor Inkling said, Yeah, she has been down quite a bit these last few weeks. Typically, I've noticed that she's usually down for a day or so each year, but this time she seems to be just down in the dumps and stuck there. Shellington piped up, What do you suppose is the problem? Quasi said, Maybe she's sick. Peso said, No, I just gave her a checkup. She's perfectly healthy. She's just sad. Tweak said, Well, how are we going to find out what's wrong with her if she won't talk? Captain Barnacle said, Professor Inkling, you said that she's down a, one, a couple days a year. Do you notice anything particular about that pattern? Is there anything special about the days? on which she seems to be a bit sad. Professor Inkling went over to the computer and went, beep, 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 beep. I'm pulling up Dashy's, um, wrong, wrong voice. I'm pulling up Dashy's file. Hmm. He looked through the lines of code, the, the lines of text on the screen. 
Dashi has lots of great comments from people who have worked with her in the past. She's done many successful missions. I don't see anything in particular that would suggest why she's sad. Then Tweak said, Wait a minute. I have an idea. What? said Inkling. You know, she told me that... Um... What? Let's see. Let's see. Why would she be sad? Why would she be sad? Oh, does Dashi have? She's got a little sister, right? Mm -hmm. Does she have a mom? A mom? Um, she does have a mom, but I've never seen her in the show. Does she have a dad? Um, maybe. Maybe. Okay. So let's say that she's sad. Okay, I'll keep going with the story. Tweak said, you know, she does mention once in a while that she thinks about her dad um, and how he's not here anymore. He's been gone for a while, and she used to be so close with him when he was a kid. Quasi said, what do you mean he's gone? He passed away, said Tweak. Huh? You mean he's not alive anymore? That's right. Oh, Professor Inkling said, she was remembering her father's anniversary. The day he passed away. That's why she's so sad. Captain Barnacle said, That may be so, but why is she so sad now? For weeks on end, when before she would only mourn for a day or two. Tweak thought, You know what? We should just ask her. We're her friends. She'll be willing to talk. Good idea, said Captain Barnacle. We should just be forthright with it. Let's go ahead and hold a meeting in... Where should they hold the meeting? Dashi's room. Okay. Let's go knock on Dashi's door. Dashi was in her room developing photos. Her room was also her lab. She sighed. She kind of seemed disinterested in her work, and she stared out the hatch into the ocean of her of her room. All of a sudden, she heard a knock on the door. Knock, knock, knock. She kind of snapped too, came to herself, and then said, Oh, must open the door. She went to the door and opened it, and went, Oh! Everyone was there. All the octonauts were standing right outside her door. Captain Barnacle said, Ah, uh, Dashi, uh, so sorry to bother you. And uh, now that I think about it, perhaps not all of us should have shown up at once, but, uh... The captain stammered, and then Tweak said, But we're your friends, Dashi. We know you've been sad for the last several weeks. We want to help. What's going on? Dashi said, oh, I don't think I want to talk about it. Professor Inkling said, Dashi... We need to talk about our feelings. It helps us feel better, and it helps those around us understand how to better help and help you cope. And Professor Inkling said, We know that this is close to the anniversary of your father's passing. Is that what's bothering you? Dashi looked up and said, Well, yeah, around this time each year I remember my dad. But recently I just remembered something. When I was a kid, my dad would take me on trips, and he would let me take my pink camera with me. That pink camera has all kinds of memories on it. I took all kinds of pictures from my dad, my mom, and my little sister. <sighs> but when I was a kid, I accidentally lost the camera. It fell down a well at my house. And I'm just feeling sad about that, sad about that this last little while, because I'm just remembering one of our best family adventures. I took photos of my dad and my family, and it was on that camera, and I lost it. So I lost those photos, too. And I've just been feeling extra sad since I realized that I had lost those images. Oh, Professor Barnacle said, Dashi, I'm so sorry. 
Yeah, is there anything we can do, said Peso? Gashi said, not unless you can change the past. I think that camera's been long gone. It's been years since I'd lost it. <clears throat> Quasi thought for a minute. He said, change the past? What if we could change the past? What do you mean, said Captain Barnacles. Captain, what if we went back in time and got the pink camera for Dashy so she could develop the film and get her pictures back? Captain Monocle said, I don't think that's really in the realm of our scientific possibility, Quasi. Quasi said, maybe not for us, but I know someone who can. Follow me. Everybody followed Quasi. He went to his room. His room was filled with maps and swords and treasures and all kinds of things. He opened a treasure chest and ruffled through it, tossing aside gold coins, pirate hats, eye patches, maps, until finally... He pulled something out, turned around and said, Aha! What was in his hand? Something. Something. How, how do, how, do you remember how they contact Astro in these stories? They use their badges. They use their badges to contact Astro? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought they used something else. Okay, fine. He pulled out his badge. And then Captain Barnacle said, Quasi, we all have badges. How is that going to help anyone go back in time? Quasi said, Not us, but we can ask someone who has magical powers. He pushed the button. It went boop, boop, boop. And then within seconds, a yellow portal opened. The yellow portal opened inside Quasi's room. It seemed to stretch far off into the distance as they looked down. And as they listened, they heard a sound. Flapping like butterfly wings and the neighing of a horse. And then they saw it, pink and white, beautiful mane of all kinds of glittering colors, and a magic horn atop the head. There came Astro, the magic unicorn. She came right out of the portal. The portal closed behind her, and her beautiful pink hoofs touched the floor so softly you wouldn't even know she was a huge horse. Astro said, My friends, it's so glad to see you. We haven't seen each other or talked in so long. Thank you for calling me. What can I do for you? Quasi said, Astro, our dear friend Dashi lost a camera when she was a child. It's filled with precious memories of her father. Is there any way we can go back in time to get that camera? Astro said, Go back in time? No, no, that's too dangerous. If you go back in time, you might run into yourself when you were younger, and that would disrupt the timeline. Everything would be ruined. We'd have no future, no past, no present. Dashi said, that's okay. I didn't really think it was possible anyway. Astro replied, but we can go back in time. Really? said Dashi. Yes, we just must be very, very careful not to be seen by your younger self. How is it done? said Quasi. Like this. She waved her magic horn. She fluttered her magic butterfly wings. She shook her mane, and then the tip of her tail lifted, and out popped an egg from her behind. It fell on the floor. Ba-boom. Quasi said, Ah, uh, Astro, did you just lay an egg? She said, I did indeed, Quasi. It's a magic time-traveling egg. A time-traveling egg? But, 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 said Astro, don't question the magic. Let it just work. How do we make it work, said Captain Barnacles. Captain, pick up the egg, hold it over your group and me, 
and then crack it open. The captain did so. The egg cracked, and out spilled glittering magic of all colors. The sound of magic filled the air with almost magical chime sounds. Then the world around them started to spin fast and fast and faster, 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 faster. And then, when it stopped spinning, they were in a green field. They could see a lighthouse off in the distance. They could hear the sound of ocean waves. Where are we? Where are we? said Quasi. Astro looked at Dashy. Dashy looked around and said, We're on my island. Which island is that? said Captain Pay, uh, Captain Bonnacles. The island I grew up on when I was a little girl. Really? said Peso. This is such a lovely island. I love the trees and the grass. And look, over there, a perfect little yellow house. Dashy went, oh, That's my house. Astro said, From here on out, we are in the past. You cannot be seen by yourself, Dashy. You're going to see yourself as a little kid. You must not let the little kid see you, or the future will be ruined. Agreed? Everyone agreed. All right, Astro said. She waved her magic horn. She turned invisible. Peso said, um, Astro, couldn't you make us invisible too? Astro, in her invisible, invisible state, said, I'm sorry, Octonauts, only I can make myself invisible. The rest of you will have to use your Octonaut skills not to be seen. Quasi said, hi-ya, I use my pirate ninja skills. He ducked into the grass, rolled into a ball, jumped into a tree, did two somersaults, a cartwheel, and a flip. Then he landed on all fours, then disappeared again under the brush. Excellent work, said Quasi. I will use my polar bear stealth. Each octonaut disappeared into the tall grass. But they were listening for commands. Um, Captain Barnacle said, Let's approach the house cautious, cautiously. They began to move towards the house in a group. Spread out, not too close, we don't want to be noticed. They spread out, and as they began to, the door of the house opened. Out popped a little girl with a camera a pink camera that she was anxiously taking pictures with. She was taking photos of the butterflies and the leaves, the berries, the sky, the sun, the lighthouse, her windows, her toys. She was taking pictures all over the place. Dashy said, oh, It's me. It's me as a child. I look just like my little sister. Dashy said, um, Tweak said, Aw, Dashy, you're such a cute little girl. Shh, said, said Captain Bonacle. No more speaking. If you must speak, speak in a whisper. We can't afford to let her hear us. Dashy, do you know what she's on about? Dashy looked at herself. Uh, Dashy said, Yeah, I remember my dad just went away for a business trip, and I had taken pictures of him the day before on our family trip, and I was out playing. <gasps> there she said, Look, there's the well. I'm going to lose my camera there. We can't let it hit the water or it'll be ruined. How are we going to stop it from falling into the well? Captain Barnacle said, Maybe we can distract your younger self. Make noises, distractions, without being seen, so that she stays away from the well. But how are we going to get the camera from a Captain? We'll have to figure that out as we go along, Quasi. Spread out. Get around the house. We have to get her to move away from the well. Quasi used his ninja cat-like skills to jump into a tree and jump onto the roof of a house. Captain um, Barnacles stayed in the tall grass. Astro, who was invisible, spread her big invisible butterfly wings and flew high into the air so she could see all the octonauts at once. Ingling, Peso, Shellington, 
Tweak all took up different positions. She's heading towards the well. Captain Barnacle said, we have to act quick. We can't let her get to the well or she'll drop the camera. What do we do? Captain Barnacle said, um, Shellington, can you make the sound of a bird native to this island? Shellington said, Captain, I think I can. We can use the sound of a, the, um, island swallow. Great, great, do that. Shellington did his best to make the sound of a bird. Tweet, 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 tweet. What was that? That didn't sound like a bird at all. Shh, said Captain Peso, said Captain um, Barnacles. Child Dashy looked around. She had heard a noise in her yard that she had never heard before. She knew the sound of all the birds on her island, and the sound she just heard definitely was not a bird. She said, Is someone there? All the octonauts remained silent. Quasi said, Don't let her see you. Ugh. Child Dashy turned around. She continued to skip merrily on her way. Hmm, we'll get what else can the octonauts do to get her attention so she doesn't go to the well. What if they rustle rustle in the grass, trying to move the grass, so she tries to catch whatever's in the grass? What would she chase in the grass? Maybe, like, a rat or something. A rat? Or a mouse? Or maybe she hears, um... Yeah, let's say a mouse. Or what kind of bug would she want to chase? What kind of bug would you want to take pictures of? Okay, let's say a ladybug. So a ladybug might make a little more noise than a butterfly. Okay, so who would make the ladybug noise? Um, Shellington. Shellington again? Okay. Quasi said, that doesn't sound like a bird at all. Try making a, a ladybug noise. A ladybug, said Shellington. I, I don't know if I can do a ladybug. Just make kind of a clattering, flowing sound, said Quasi. All right, I'll give it a try, said Shellington. He began to chatter his teeth and fluff his lips like <laughs> Little girl Dashy said, Oh, that sounds like a ladybug. I want to take a picture of a ladybug. It sounds like it's in that tall grass. Shellington said, She's starting to come my way. What do I do? Inkling said, You better start moving through the grass so she doesn't see you. Shellington started to go through the grass, trying to go slow and not standing up so he couldn't be seen. But he was worried because little girl Dashy was getting close. Meanwhile, older Dashy said, She's still got the camera. We've got to get that camera somehow. We can't just take it, said Astro. She'll know it's gone. What are we supposed to do then? Shellington said, You better figure it out. She's getting too close to me right now. Um, let's see. Okay, so Shellington keeps making the noise. And Astro says, you better do something. She's almost on top of Shellington. She'll see him, and everything will be ruined. Captain Monocle said, I know what I know what I'll have to do. I'll try and draw her attention back this way. Captain Barnacle used his bear strength and jumped into his tree and started shaking the tree and snapping twigs. Little girl Dashy turned around. What is that? Are there monkeys in the tree, she thought? Are there monkeys on this island? I never knew that. I want to take their picture. She started running back. <clears throat> um, she started running back to where she heard the sound in the tree. 
She was so excited she had her camera out and ready. She held it to her eye and started taking pictures. Hopefully she could capture the image of a monkey before it got away, even if she couldn't necessarily see it right now. She was snapping and snapping and running and running, and she was actually heading towards the well. But she wasn't paying attention. She tripped, and the camera flew out of her hand. Dashy, little girl Dashy, fell on the ground, her face in the dirt. She went, oof. Her camera flew through the air. Dashy, the older Dashy, said, no, it's going to go into the well. The camera flew through the air. It approached the well. Dashie said, no, my memories are on that camera. She said this really quietly, though, so the little Dashie couldn't hear her. Asha said, I can't do it. I can't there quick, get there quick enough. At the last moment, Quasi said, hi-ya. He jumped. He did a flip. He did a double, double somersault in the air. And just as the camera was going into the well, Quasi went too. They both went down. They were heading towards the water. Quasi reached out his hand. He just barely caught the strap of the camera, but it came off his finger. He tried again. The water was almost there. He pulled the camera in towards his body, and they both went into the well water. Little girl Dashie got up and went, Oh no, my camera! She ran to the well and looked in. All she saw was rippling water. She was sad. She said, I lost my camera. And then the door opened to her house, and her mom said, Dashie, what's wrong? Little Dashie said, I dropped my camera in the well, Mom. And her, her mom said, Oh, Dashie, it's okay. We'll get you another camera, and you can take more pictures. And little Dashie said, Okay, I'm sorry I lost it. I was just having so much fun. Her mom said, It's okay, honey. Come on in and get lunch. We'll get another one. It'll all be fine. Okay, Mom. I thought I heard monkeys in the trees. Her mom said, Monkeys? There's no monkeys on this island. Must have been birds. Okay, Mom. Little Dashie went inside. Big Dashie stood up once the coast was clear. She was feeling sad. Tears were in her eyes. She said, It was no use. Even though we were here, we couldn't stop the camera from going into the well. We lost all my pictures again. I'm never going to get to see them. Astro came out of the sky and became visible. The other Noctonauts stood up. They all went over to Dashie and gave her a hug. Captain Barnacle said, I'm so sorry, Dashie. We tried. Dashie said, thank you. I'm so glad that you're all my friends and you tried to help me. I really appreciate it. Right then, as they were giving Dashie a sad hug, they heard a sound. Ugh, ugh. It was Quasi. He was climbing out of the well. Oi! Oi! Captain Barnacle said, Quasi! Quasi popped his head up out of the well. He was wearing his octonaut helmet. That's how he was breathing underwater while he was waiting for the little girl to, to pass. He climbed out his backwards towards everybody, and when he spun around, his helmet still on, there was something stuck in his helmet. What was it? The camera. The camera was stuck inside Quasi's helmet. It didn't get wet because it had got caught in his helmet right when Quasi put on his helmet before he went into the water. Dashie said, Quasi, my camera! Dad Quasi went, what? Where? Where? What camera? Where? In your helmet! Oh! said Quasi. He put down his helmet and the camera popped out and fell right into his hands. He said, there you go. I told you I could save it. Dashie said, this is great. I can have my camera back and my younger self still thinks it's lost so she won't come looking for it so she won't miss it. 
Thank you so much. Astro said, It's time to go. We need to go back to the future before anything else happens. She pooped out another magic egg. Captain Barnacle broke it, and the glitter swirled the world all around them until they reappeared in Quasi's room. Dashie said, Thank you guys so much. I'm going to go develop these pictures right now. Captain Barnacle said, Everyone else to the bridge. Let's do a creature report. But Captain, we didn't see any creatures. That's okay. We should still report the findings of today. We did time travel. That's pretty monumental. While they were up doing a report with Astro, da um, uh, Dashie finished developing the pictures. She took them up to the bridge. She said, Guys, this is my dad. He took me to a carnival this day and won three stuffed animals for me at one of the at one of the booths. It was so much fun. And now I have these photos to put in my photo album and keep forever. Thank you so much. And Astro, thank you for making it all possible. Astro said, you're welcome. Anytime. I will see you all again. The yellow portal opened up. The Octonauts waved goodbye as Astro floated through her portal back to her place where the trees meet the water. The end.